Hey there, welcome to episode 23 of the Boob Report podcast, powered by Helix Interactive. Today, I'm hanging out with Anne Hintz, professional speaker, spiritual teacher, and author of A Pathway to Insight. Anne has found that seeking out our truth, what we truly feel, and accepting those feelings is the key to inner peace. Let's get started. Okay, so we are very excited today. Uh, We are going to be talking about all things mental, just getting into the incredible beauty and complexity of the human mind and what we put ourselves through. And we have an incredible guest today, um, Anne Hintz, who I met through a podcasting group and I we started chatting, heard her story, and I just, I love it because that's uh, something that I've struggled with is the mental aspect of going through my journey with breast cancer. So this is going to be a really cool episode. I'm super excited. And thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So we're just going to dive right in and just um, have you explain how you got to the point in your life where you started doing this, the experience that led up to this, and we're just going to get in and start discussing mental things. Great. Okay. Let's do it. So yeah, I had a lot of trauma in childhood, so I have not experienced cancer myself. My mother had cancer. Um, they were my, both my parents were alcoholics. So I had a lot of that stress from, you know, walking on eggshells all the time and a lot of anger issues, all sorts of things in childhood. And then when I was 19, I woke up one morning and found my mother dead in the bathroom. So that was a huge trauma. Um, and I didn't know, we didn't deal with things like that. You know, and certainly in my family, possibly in England, you know, I don't think we, we talk about feelings very much. So I, I suppressed it all because I didn't know what to do with it. And I didn't realize how much I had suppressed it until um, I was in my late 30s. I was a stay at home mom with two young boys. So it should have been a really kind of, I should have shouldn't have been too stressful, but I went to a doctor's appointment and he could tell that I was more stressed than I should be in that situation. And he asked me what my stress level was. And I said, it was an eight out of 10. And he asked me why. And I knew straight away because the tears from that event two decades earlier were still just under the surface. It was, they were still right there. So he used this technique with me. It's called EFT, short for emotional freedom technique. He used it with me for about 15 minutes and I walked away from that appointment being able to tell the story to myself in my mind of finding her and there were no more tears. The emotions had gone and it was just such a huge shift for me. It just felt so different. It felt liberating. So I started actually the next day or so we had a 17 year old cat that needed daily saline shots. We'd just been told this. Mm-hmm. And the first time I gave him a shot, my hand was shaking so much. I wasn't going to be, it just was not going to be possible for me to do this every day. So I thought, well, this is a great test for this technique, which I had learned online because it's available um, out there. And so I tapped, it's also called tapping. I tapped on my fear of hurting my cats, my fear of giving injections my history with injections. I just tapped all those things out. And the next time I had to give him a shot, the needle just slid right in. Mm. My hand did not shake at all. So I thought, wow, okay, this really is a powerful technique. It doesn't seem it from, you know, just looking at it, but it really is a powerful technique. Right. So I started using it, started using it every day when I found myself 
feeling some kind of emotions. And then I actually wanted more than that. So I wrote down all my traumatic memories, but not just my traumatic memories, every, any memory I had that had some emotion attached to it. Mm-hmm. I wrote down a list and I went through them one each day. And I found my mind becoming quiet, which is what I wanted. Right. That's and you know what? Kudos to your doctor to walk you through something like that versus, oh, here's a pill, you know, <laughs> to, to make all that go away. I mean, honestly, I, I just I love when doctors are open to other forms, you know, integrative therapy, not just shoving medication on you. And I I just I, I'm, I'm fascinated. I know the first time we talked, we were just going into depth with this. It's it's something that you uh, you obviously use in your daily life. You use it to accept some sort of trauma or anything that is is holding you back, basically. Well, what I've realized over the years is that what it's doing is it's releasing that energy of emotions. But emotion is just to me, it's now stuck energy. It's energy stuck in the body. It wants to be acknowledged and it wants to pass through. Mm-hmm. So the tapping, the EFT just allows it to pass through faster. So um, it really helps. Right. But the key is finding the truth because we suppress our truth so much, right? We don't think we should be feeling the way we're feeling or thinking the way we're feeling, uh, thinking the way we're thinking. So we avoid it. Mm-hmm. So the key is actually finding what we're really feeling and accepting that. Sometimes that's scary. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and I, I've been totally open about my struggles with anxiety and depression and things like that. And uh, I heard someone say the other day that, you know, instead of sitting there when you're in a a traumatic situation, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get through this. I'm going to be just fine rather than accepting, okay, this scares the crap out of me. I'm not, you know, I'm not okay with this right now. I need to figure out how to work through it to get to the okay part. I think is a lot of what we skip over and your, your technique, the emotional freedom technique. I think that this is brilliant in being able to help. And so let's dive into a little bit more on how that works. Cause you were talking about the tapping, right? So what we're doing is we're tapping on the ends of meridians um, through, it's kind of a little bit like acupressure. Mm-hmm. And as you're tapping through those meridians, you're kind of creating an energetic interrupt in the normal of the body. So it just allows that stuck energy to release. Don't know exactly how it works, but it works and it's very easy. So what we do is we start out by using the, what's called the karate chop point, which is mm-hmm. the edge of the hand. And we tap on there. We don't want to hurt ourselves. We're not tapping hard, but mm-hmm. we're not tapping so gently that it doesn't do anything. So kind of a medium tap. And right. we're just continuously tapping. And we start, kind of say an opening um, sentence. So even though I'm feeling depressed right now, that's mm-hmm. my truth in this moment. And it's okay that I'm feeling that way. Mm-hmm. So we say that three times, even though I'm depressed right now. So even so we're accepting that we're feeling depressed. Right. That's the way I'm feeling right now. That's my truth in the moment. It's okay that I'm feeling this way. Mm-hmm. It may not be okay. If it's not okay, it's, that it's not okay that I'm feeling this way. Yeah. And then we go to the next point. So we just cut down what we're saying at this point. We say, perhaps I'm feeling depressed or this depression. And the first point is the crown point, the top of the head where the cowlick is. Okay. Just tapping there. There's depression. The next point is the beginning of the eyebrows. And we're tapping there, this depression. 
Next point is the bone on the edge of the eye, this depression. Next point, the bone under the eye, this depression. The next point, the upper lip, under the nose, this depression. The next point on the chin, this depression. Two more points. The next point is the collarbone point, this mm -hmm. depression. And the last point is about four inches under the armpit where the brow strap goes across, if you have one, uh -huh. this depression. And then you take a deep breath, let it out, and then you feel how you're feeling again. Mm -hmm. And it might, it might have shifted a little bit. Something else might have come up. Some memory might have come up or some other feeling, emotion might have come up. And then you just do the same thing with that. You're just working through the layers one by one. Right, right. One of, one of the great things about EFT is it actually provides feedback. It lets you know that things are shifting. So as the energy releases, your voice will change. The way you're saying something will change. You know, When you start saying it, there might be fear. We might sound fearful like this depression. I'm, I'm afraid of this depression. But as you keep saying it and letting the energy go, it just becomes a word. You know, this depression. Yeah. There's nothing to it. It's just depression. And um, then there's other things that happen. So you might yawn. A lot of people yawn as emotion is leaving the body. Some people will burp. Uh -huh. Some people will sigh. Some people, you know, crying is an obvious one. Right. Um, some people let air out of the other end. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's just a release. It's basically a release. Your body is. It's an okay. energetic release. Yeah, oh my gosh. But, it, but it allows you to know it's like, okay, something has shifted. Some mm -hmm. people get really, really tired and um, almost fall asleep. But you know, at that point, you're kind of resisting something, but you can keep going. So it's just really nice to get that feedback. I I'm, have an engineering background. So and the person who developed EFT was a chemical engineer. So it's really nice for me to know, to, to feel that feel, feedback and know right. that actually something is really happening. That's amazing. I love that. Now, what made you decide to actually make a list of all the the trauma, the the things that you had been through that maybe you hadn't accepted, like you said? I heard that, that you could do that with EFT. So oh. and I, I realized, you know, all those memories, if I still had tears just below the surface from two decades ago, mm -hmm. that is stored inside of me. Right. So every, all the other events are also stored inside of me. That energy is stuck there. So I really, really wanted to change. Yeah. I really wanted to change what I was experiencing because I was, I was just really reactionary. I, I just, I was highly strung, right? I could say right. I was highly strung. And I, I so wanted that to change. And the way I looked at it is through the law of attraction, the way I think of it, I don't think of it in terms of manifesting things. I think of it as a, it's a universal law that's happening all the time. Mm -hmm. And I am, each of us are a signal. And we are emitting a signal every second of every day. And we're attracting back into our future based on the signal that we're emitting right now. So if the signal I'm emitting right now is full of all this stress from my past, then I'm going to be getting more of this feeling in the future. And right. so I would ask myself during the day, do, how am I feeling right now? And do I want to feel this way again in the future? Mm -hmm. And most often the answer was no. So if that's the case, then I wanted to do something about my signal right now. I wanted to relax the way I was feeling right now. So I could just take a deep breath, mm -hmm. right? Even then I'm slightly more relaxed and my signal has changed, but I wanted to make a deeper change. I wanted to change my insides, that 
stored tension. And that's what EFT does. It, it really changes the energy that's stuck in the connective tissue of the body. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's well. And I, I honestly think that, and it's been proven over and over again, the things that you carry, the stress, the trauma, all of the memories, things like that. If you don't work through them, if you don't accept them, I personally wasn't accepting the fact that I had breast cancer and that's what really was hindering my recovery from surgery and causing me to have more pain and anxiety. So once my physical therapist was the one that told me, she's like, yeah, you really need to go talk to somebody. You really do. So thank God for her because it helped me tremendously. But it, I'm just thinking of all the people that really don't understand how incredibly important it is to work through that in your brain. You know, that it is so it is so important because, you know, I took I, my story goes further than what we just shared. And, you know, at this point, I can put my awareness inside my body and hold my awareness inside there and on, on the tension. And I do the same thing inside. I put my awareness on the tension mm-hmm. and it releases, which is exactly the same thing that we do with EFT. We hold the awareness on what it is we're feeling and it releases. Right. Right. So at this point, I've changed my whole skull structure. The bones have shifted in my skull just through letting go emotional tension, which inside is physical tension. So the, the mind and the emotions and the physical are absolutely connected. They are essentially one and the same. Mm-hmm. So you absolutely we want to um, let go of that tension. Right. Yeah. That may, I, again, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it's, um, I do, I think the people that aren't able to work through some of the mental aspect of a traumatic episode, an illness, um, you know, abuse, anything like that there there's the healing cannot completely and absolutely take place and happen until you start working through these things mentally. Right. In your right, mind. but but as you said, it is sometimes scary. We kind yes. sometimes we think those feelings are going to annihilate us, and right. that's why it's good to to practice and do some smaller traumas first to actually get beyond it and know that the freedom really is on the other side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then and then you know work through the bigger ones. So with with like tapping with breast cancer, with what you were going through, right? The the first thing from what you said that we I would tap on would be even though I'm resistant to believing that I have breast cancer, Mm -hmm. that's my truth. And it's okay that I feel that way. I just work on the resistance. I have this resistance. I don't, I don't feel like I have breast cancer or I don't want to admit that I have breast cancer. And I'm just tapping on the points as I'm saying these things. I don't want to admit I have breast cancer. It's too scary to admit I have breast cancer. Mm -hmm. So once that resistance has um, dissipated, then you can tap on, I have breast cancer. I have breast cancer until the emotional charge around that has dissipated. And it will. And sometimes it will take with tapping. You know, it can take a while. When I got down to, to some of my base feelings, I tapped on the fact that I hated myself. I hate myself. I tapped that out for probably an hour, two hours, maybe over a few days until it has no power over me anymore. I, you know, I can say I hate myself and it it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? But to begin with, people would say, you can't say that about yourself, right? 
<laughs> That's what we want to say to people. Don't say you hate yourself, but right. if you really accept it, it has no power over you anymore. Mm-hmm. And the same with, right, the same with I have breast cancer, right? right? If you can fully accept that, it no longer has any power over you. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I, I'm so excited to have you as a guest because I think that this is so incredibly important. And you mentioned, you know, beforehand being uh, from England that, you know, a lot of, maybe people just didn't talk about that thing. And I think that's a American trait as well is that, oh, we've got to keep that quiet. You know, we don't want people to know that or, you know, it's uh, it's embarrassing. I remember a time when, you know, breast cancer, you just, oh, she had breast cancer, you know, under your breath. It wasn't this big pink movement movement that it is now. And I I think that being able to communicate and learn and know that there are ways to get through these things are so incredibly important. Knowledge is power. Absolutely. Yeah. And so are words, right? I mean, to begin with, right? The word, even saying the word breast out loud in public, right? Has, and even today, I mean, has a charge around it, Mm -hmm. even the word cancer, right? So if you, people spent a while tapping just on the word breast or the word cancer mm-hmm. and them together and let the emotional charge around those words go, even that's going to make a big difference. Right, right. Well, how So how long have you been practicing this technique? Well, I started in my late 30s and I'm now 55. Oh, but, okay. All but, right. You know, I've gone a long way. So, right, so I can now put my awareness inside and... I'm releasing directly on the tension as opposed to through the words now. So it's something that I believe anyone can do. It just, I was really committed. Right. Right. And we'll, we'll share information on uh, from you on how people can look into this and and learn more. I think that uh, it's very important for, everyone, you know, I, obviously this, this is mostly for women with breast cancer, but I think it's important for everyone to mental health is so incredibly important. And I think that, um, we need to accept the fact that we have to have that mental health resources available for people. It's, I mean, it's just vital. Yeah. I I don't think people really know that connection yet or fully understand the connection between the mental health and the physical health. And it, as I said, it's it, to me. It feels now like one and the same. You, you can't separate them. They when you're when you're allowing the feelings to be there and expressing them, you are changing the physical, mm-hmm. you're changing the energy in the physical body. So right. yeah, it's that's just unbelievable. So do you teach this, or is this just something you you talk about on different podcasts that you've been guests on, or I am sharing my story right now because it's so powerful. When I started my journey, I had no idea that you could go as far as changing the physical structure of the skull. I mean, I've never heard of that. I didn't know when people talk about going inside, you know, people normally mean go inside the mind. I didn't know you could actually go inside the physical body. Mm -hmm. So I'm sharing that story. And my book talks about the whole story, the different steps that I took. And and if anyone else wants to do the same work, I explain the steps, you know, writing down the lists of things and um, working through the steps. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. And it's so amazing. I I love when um, women, especially no offense to men, but I love when women have been through a traumatic 
event or an illness or something like that and how they've turned that into making their lives better. And then women who take it a step further to help other people, you know, make their life better. I think that's such a beautiful gift to be able to give back. And I think that helps with, with your journey as well with the mental health part of it. Yeah, it probably does. I also love talking about it. You know, I'm trying to do what I love doing. And, right. you know, my family don't like talking about this so much. <laughs> They're a little bit more mainstream, but um, but I do. So finding people to talk about this, it's, um, it's great. It's lo- yeah. what I love to do. Oh, it's so awesome. Well, I just, I, I loved having you on as a guest. It's just absolutely amazing. And as I mentioned, we will have all the information uh, about you and th- your book and all of that in um, the notes that we have when we po- uh, post the podcast on the website. So we'll have all the epi- episode notes there along with links and everything else. So people will be able to learn more about you. But um, I just, I so appreciate you coming on and sharing your story Again, it's just, um, I, I really like to look at the mental side of things and, and how the recovery on that whole mental process and working through those things is so incredibly important to make sure the rest of your body is healthy. Right. And I, I mean, I feel like I'm living in a different reality now because my mind has changed so much and it's so much more peaceful. So, mm-hmm. People can absolutely get there too. Other people can. Yeah, that's beautiful. And thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and joining us. And I'm sure we'll have you back. I'm sure we'll be talking more about more mental stuff and just things that can really help people overcome their trauma and illness and et cetera. (laughs) You're welcome. Thanks for having me. All right. Such a great and informational time with Anne. We have links and information where you can learn more about her on our website at www.thebubreport.com slash podcast episode number 23 show notes. And a very big thank you to all of you for spending time with us today. Be sure to like and follow us and definitely share the podcast with your friends. You can become an active listener and support this podcast by clicking on the podcast link on our website at theboobreport.com. Take care.